You're listening to The 123 Show with me, Noreen Mayer, this Friday afternoon. Let's turn to our first topic and guest of today. In the next 15 minutes or so, we're going to be talking with Raymond Yap, who is the founder and the CEO of Heroes 2, a local environmental NGO. And we'll also be hearing all about their latest sustainability design challenge for young people. Raymond, welcome to the program and thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. Well, thank you very much, Noreen, and thank you, RTHK, for having me. I do hope this is uh, one of many uh, occasions, but thank you for having me. Brilliant, because I know your design challenge is really pretty much centered around the pandemic, and we'll hear more about that. I I should also say we are live on Facebook also, Noreen Mir on RTHK Radio 3. Feel free to join in, uh, comment, and if you have any ideas uh, on how to tackle the pandemic with technology, then feel free to to, to join in the conversation. Um, So, Raymond, maybe... Talk us through what Heroes 2 is. I mean, when did you set up this NGO and what is it about? So so Heroes 2 is, uh, well, we can say environmental focus. Um, I am a grandpa of four grandchildren. um, No, you look so young. I can tell you're a liar, uh, Noreen, but thank you very much for... uh, Uh, so my oldest grandson is uh, 17 years old. Uh, wow, time is flying by. My youngest granddaughter is uh, six years old, uh, going on seven. Um, I'd like to think from a perspective as an old-fashioned Chinese that uh, my obligation to future generation is to make the world a better place for them. So that's the focus of Heroes 2 uh, in terms of the environment. So uh, we started off... Uh, uh, about, uh, almost 10 years ago now, uh, 20, yeah, 2010. Um, and um, um, where our focus in, in terms of the environment is, um, is education. Uh, we've, um, we've deemed that as a very important element of uh, having a quite huge impact potentially. Uh, uh, students uh, influencing their parents and their siblings and other family members uh, has always been uh, uh, the forefront of my mind in terms of education. I think you're absolutely right. Sometimes when our children, or in your case, the grandchildren, when they make suggestions or when they ask, why are we using single-use plastic? It makes us sort of challenge our own perceptions uh, of what we grew up with. Absolutely. Well, we're hoping that the t- the table gets turned with the children, where the children actually nags the parent. And, Mommy, why are you putting that plastic bottle in there it should be going into this recycling bin and you know mommy you know what are we doing with the newspaper yeah so we're hoping that um you know children um throughout program will be uh, empowered and feel that um, their contribution and their family contribution uh will you know be part of the solution so uh, that's one of the problem, I believe, you know, in terms of our leadership program, the bigger element of what we do is our our junior leadership uh, program, where we're focused on the soft skill elements of of education. And uh, one of the problems is that, uh, you know, globally, and in the the Far East, especially Hong Kong, it's a a bigger problem where we educate uh, kids for examination. And that's a problem globally. Uh, you know, it's an education system that was uh, designed and created some 200 years ago after the Industrial Revolution. Uh, 
it's not fit for purpose. We, we're educating our kids for examination, for knowledge absorption, but when it comes to ter- uh, soft skills, uh, creative thinking, being able to creative, creatively solve problems, uh, being uh, uh, self-confident, you know, a lot of these uh, soft skills are, uh, are necessary in terms of being able to empower young people. Uh, to be part of the solution. So that's our focus uh, with our leadership program. And, and this design challenge is all part of that. You know, we, we look, we're seeking a, a solution for the pandemic, creative uh, solution for the pandemic. But following on with the uh, design challenge, we have something called a, a design thinking workshops, which the design thinking workshop is design thinking is a, is a, is the process of problem solving and and in the in adult world it's 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 quite a big thing in the educational field in schools it's it's fairly new but uh this is something that we feel that um um, as an introduction to our uh, leadership program uh we'll be conducting these um design thinking workshop as a an intro to um uh leadership soft skills, uh, being able to problem solve uh, through a process. So using a process to problem solve. And so it's not just uh, environmental, you know, as we go through life, you know, we've, we're faced with uh, climate change, we're faced with uh, social unrest, we're, we're faced now with this global pandemic that is, is, is not just the economic uh, impact, but, you know, the social impact on individuals and family. Uh, is tremendous, and you know our young people need to be able to deal with this, and um, and so we'd like to think that we uh, are part of the solution, and, and 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 making our young people part of the solution also. Well said, and and it also makes you sort of think about the model of our education. I mean, I think there was a book called that the hundred year life um, education shouldn't just be limited uh, to the first twenty years of your life where you finish university and that's it. There should be a continuation, and and this sort of brings it to the forefront where we need to have these skills early on so that we can keep revisiting them and keep educating ourselves as you know we're living longer than ever these days. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. And, and so it's, it's, you know, we, we should, it's a, you know, learning is a continual process, but, uh, you know, I go back to the, the, uh, the education system. We're not educating young people for the future of work, really. You know, when they, we educate them for high school, um, some kids will go on to universities at the end of the day, Perhaps in university, they touch on elements of uh, equipping uh, students for the future work, but really we're not doing a, a very good job on, uh, on, on um, um, getting our young people ready for the future of work and dealing with not just future work, but you know, dealing with the future problems that they will have. You know, climate change, we have 10 years, the scientists are telling us, we have 10 years and then, you know, it's, um, well, um, I'm not going to use the other words, but um, doo-doo will happen <laughs> in 10 years' time. So, you know, it's – and time is passing by. Um, uh, 10 years will be upon us real quick. And, uh, 
We and need now to is the time to act. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I feel yes. like, you know, this conversation is definitely on the forefront and people are talking about the environment and, and definitely tackling uh, these issues. But then came the pandemic and then suddenly it, it shifted the whole conversation again. People, because of hygiene reasons, went back to sort of single-use things, um, whether it's single-use plastics or face masks, disposable face masks. So, you know, we've got to think of ways to tackle the problem and now is the time absolutely i mean the 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 numbers are staggering if you can imagine over a billion face masks disposable face masks uh, are ending up in our landfills and our oceans and our waterways every single day and this pandemic um you know we're going to see waves as it, and this could go on for a year, two years, and then you know when does the next pandemic hit us? Um, so, I yeah, it's 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 taken the focus away somewhat from environmental issues, but I think it's also brought home to people's mind that um, we face a, an uncertain world. And uh, um, I, funny enough, um, some people are, are are beginning to be more uh, focused on environmental issue as a you know it's a problem around the corner you know we should be thinking about it but on the whole the pandemic is is creating its own environmental uh, impact uh, with for example the face mask and and ppe uh, being used in the medical environment so huge uh, huge impact uh, wow well, you know, so much exactly. uh, young people to deal with this uh, these problems in a year, a few years time when they go out into the the, the world of work and so on. A bit of a catastrophe, and which is great that, you know, through your competition and also teaching our young people how to solve these issues, relying on technology without without bumming you and, and also our listeners out. I was speaking to a professor earlier today and, you know, with the first case of, of COVID-19 sort of um, being re- um, sort of reinfection again, there's a possibility of people catching COVID again and again. So with the vaccination, it's sort of like the flu vaccination. You should be getting it yearly, which is kind of, and we should be all masked up all the time, which is kind of depressing if you think about it. It's kind of, yes. I, I mean, I'd love to see your moustache, uh, Noreen. <laughs> you can see mine, obviously. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a, a sad world that we live in, but... Uh, we have to be careful that uh, with this working from home, the the impact uh, on our students, especially, uh, you know, missing that element of social engagement with their peers in schools. It's a very, very important element of education and uh, learning soft skills. And so um, this pandemic is having so many you know, social as well as environmental impact. But you know, our competition is not just about the is not just about the t- technology element of learning how to deal with this. Uh, I mean, yes, the uh, our wonderful sponsors, uh, Stratasis and Steelcase, Stratasis are sponsoring a number of uh, 3D printing machines, and Steelcase are uh, a wonderful uh, uh, designer and manufacturer of. Uh, Furnish interior furnishing. Um, it, it's not just about technology. Technology become is part of the solution, but having our young people uh, being uh, capable of, of 
of, of solving and looking at a problem and saying, yes, uh, there is a process for solving these problems. And I think that's one of the things that's missing from our young people, the ability to look at a problem and say, uh, well, it's a problem, but there must be a solution to this problem. And so uh, our design thinking uh, uh, workshop is about that. Let's look at this problem and look at it as a process and how can we, and so as they go through their life in their personal life, well, I've got a troublesome husband and hmm, let me see if I can use uh, uh, design thinking to solve my problem with my troublesome husband. <laughs> <laughs> I might need to so, lend, I might need to borrow some thoughts from that. But well, I think <laughs> I think you're absolutely right because with the future of education, it really is about sort of teaching the critical thinking, the communication skills, and also the compassion um, as yeah. well. You know, it's no point sort of teaching them the answer. P children can sort of Google the answer these days. It's not about sort of right. memorizing um, the answers yeah. for equations. L let's talk a little bit about the design challenge 2020 to 2021, uh, which yeah. you're looking for creative ideas in a pandemic. Tell us a little bit more about your competition so um okay so you know we, we, we're promoting creativity and so we didn't want to close off the creative minds of these young students and say we want one solution so we've we've planted the idea that okay you guys um in your classroom you need to have safe and healthy um, um working environment in your classroom so design for us a solution that provides uh, social and healthy uh, uh, working condition in your in your school. But even, for example, it could be a face mask. It, you know, who knows? It could be, you know, some student might say, wow, we need some sort of helmet or. So we're, we're trying to we're trying to uh, encourage creativity to say, look, uh, what you know, can you think of a an amazing solution. So we are focused on all the schools in Hong Kong, uh, primary schools, secondary schools, international schools, uh, but also part of this uh, competition, um, we've opened it to the global community. So for example, uh, Stratasis, uh, they have a subsidiary company called GrabCAD. GrabCAD is a cloud-based community of 8 million members uh, globally. And they've been in invited to join this design competition so they're predominantly designers engineers and some students and so um if you imagine you know we we've challenged eight million people out there you know it, i i'm i i'm i'm i think i'll be amazed at some of the uh potential uh design ideas that could come out of not just the design community but our student population so um yeah um our hope once we've completed this design challenge is to then roll into another design challenge so um we're we're planning to have between two and three of these design challenge for problems uh over the next year or so so each year we we could have between two and three uh, design challenge to solve a problem uh, especially environmental or sustainability problem so uh, it'll be ongoing um you know it's a it's a creative pathway for students to participate and say right you know let me use some of my creative uh, ideas and thoughts and uh, process of thinking to uh, participate in this design challenge 
For these designs, do they have to submit sort of a, a written submission or do they have to actually design the product? What are you looking for? So, uh, so they can give us a, a, a description of the product uh, that they have in mind. Um, you know, it could be a face mask even. So, you know, description, uh, some sketches would be wonderful. Um, there is an opportunity for them to uh, uh, produce that uh, using uh, 3D printing, for example, uh, with our partner, Stratasis. So, you know, depending what the product is, I mean, for example, if a face mask, you could actually print a face mask with a, a 3D printer. Uh, so... A high-tech face mask with, like, you know, air filtration sort of converting. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm not giving any ideas away. Although, mm-hmm. Raymond, when I looked at your brief, I did I did think of making a UV doorway so that when people sort of come in through the doorway, guests, for example, come to RTHK, can be sanitized through that doorway. But then when I suggested that to, to my husband, he sort of said, well, you know, that there are very high levels of UV, which can be dangerous. He, he's a scientist. So he was like, yep, he, he vetoed my idea. So unfortunately, yeah. I, I can't submit that idea. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. Actually, if I if I think about it, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not a science based. Uh, my background originally years ago is the electronic industry. But, you know, since my days, uh, uh, things that technology have moved on quite significantly since. But um, I believe, for example, in some of these uh, air drying, hand drying machines, they have uh, a small UV uh, light behind them. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I believe that there are various wavelengths of uh, UV lights that uh, could be dangerous, especially to the eyes. I think 365 um, but, NM is very dangerous to the eye. I've, I've really looked into it. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Right. okay, so w- when you submit your design, please do not use 365. <laughs> That's so funny. What sorts of prizes are we talking about? I can see the list that, you know, some really great prizes that these students would want for their schools. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, the opportunities there for the, the, the students to win prizes are 3D printers for the prize uh, for their schools. Uh, I think we've allocated six uh, of these uh, 3D printers from Stasis uh, for uh, the students could potentially win for their school, but also ongoing uh, um, our um, wonderful sponsors, Steelcase, are, are sponsoring uh, prizes for, uh, for example, numbers of submission per school. Uh, so uh, chairs, their latest design in, in education, uh, chairs used in, uh, in schools and colleges, uh, students can win those for their school. So, yeah, um, it's about um, encouraging the students to uh, do something creative and, uh, and you know, these are very valuable prizes. For example, the 3D printers are, are worth almost $20,000 each. Uh, so a very um, uh, generous uh, uh, prizes from our, our, um, our sponsors. I'm looking at the brief and it says, you know, you're looking at something like a room within a room um, to sort of further um, social distancing rules in the classroom so that, you know, right. m- maybe they can design, um, I don't know, without giving ideas away, d- d- design ways that people can um, facilitate uh, hygiene in a classroom, for example, or as you mentioned just now, face masks or, or I don't know, how to make how to make life easier during a pandemic in right. your school life, basically. Right. 
Yeah, yeah. So you know, in, in, one of the things that we're finding, and and you know, it's something that we've known about, but be, since this pandemic, it's becoming more obvious that um, you know, Zoom, Zoom is uh, our kids are getting uh, Zoom fatigue. Uh, their attention span um, is is not as broad as in the classroom. So um, the it's it's very important for the students to be able to see. Uh, not necessarily touch, but to see, to engage, to communicate visually, uh, eye-to-eye contact, uh, body movements. Um, you know, these elements are so important uh, in, in social interaction in the classroom. And, yeah, we're asking the students to take all of this into consideration. And, you know, how do we have a conducive um, environment for education uh, and the perfect people to know this are the kids and you know talking to their teachers you know hey what do you think about my idea of each of one of us carrying our umbrella <laughs> Why? Uh, but that's not an idea by the way it's that's probably a bit stupid but uh, yeah you know let's see what um, you know we are looking for some uh, creative ideas from our students um, um, we have other sponsors on board. For example, we, we, we've got a sponsor that's sponsoring uh, uh, wireless uh, earphones. We've got Mami Waffle, uh, Miss Wong, who is uh, uh, a, a great friend of mine, and she's, she's sponsoring uh, some uh, waffle coupons to our participating students. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking for, really looking forward to the uh, wonderful uh, submissions that our students could uh, submit. And finally, before I let you go, Raymond, I know there are several categories. There's a senior primary category, which is primary four to primary six, a junior right. secondary, which is a secondary one to secondary three, and also a senior yeah. secondary, which is um, right. secondary four right. to five. Right. Uh, when is the deadline for the submission, and how can our listeners know more about it? Have you got a website? And a well, the program? current deadline is actually... Right. Sorry, uh, you broke up just then, but I'll assume I heard what I... So, yeah, the submission at the moment is the 5th of February, um, and we're hoping that the uh, kids will have sufficient time to, um, uh, to um, number one, to get uh, notification from uh, their schools for the poster. But, yeah, 5th of, uh, 5th of February um, is the current um, deadline for submission. And have you got a website or a Facebook page where people can find out more? Yes. Uh, uh, here it is, too. To, uh, to give you that. But, yes, we have, a, a face, we have Facebook. We're on LinkedIn. And, uh, yeah, yeah, we do have the website. So the website has got all the details. Uh, detail about making submissions, uh, their submissions, yeah. Excellent. Well, I'm sure a lot of parents and students are probably listening um, with the Christmas break uh, just round the corner. Uh, maybe it's their chance uh, to, to, to put pen to paper and be creative. Uh, Heroes 2 has got a sustainability a design challenge, which is uh, they're looking for creative ideas in the pandemic. Meanwhile, Raymond, thank you so much for, for chatting with us this afternoon. And that's Raymond Yap, the founder and the CEO of Heroes 2. And you can find out more about their work by going to their Facebook or Instagram, Heroes 2 and Heroes 2 Foundation. Many thanks once again for your time this afternoon, Raymond, and Merry Christmas. Talk to you soon. And a Merry Christmas, Maureen. Thank you for having me. Take care. Bye. Bye.